Sounds All right, guys, today's guest is Blaine Stark. A lot of you guys probably know him from 1320 videos, Motion Raceworks. He's part owner of Motion Raceworks at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Driver for a bunch of the cars. He's down here for sick week helping Doug dial in two of the cars at this point. You've yeah. dialed in both cars. There's only supposed to be one, but you know how that goes. Yeah, so you came down early to get your NHRA license because it's required for sick week when you're going fast and you're driving El Toro which is a coyote-swapped fox body that you've probably gotten more acquainted with than you expected at this point. Yeah, I was trying not to get too involved, <laughs> but it happened. Yeah, it's um, now it's fully your project, I would say. Uh, kind of. Yeah. I mean, I didn't do the whole thing, but we put it back together. You redid it, which is close enough. Close enough. <laughs> so you're down here for sick week. You're driving El Toro, and um, what's your what's your plan with that? What class are you going for? Uh, we're going to run Rowdy Radial, and uh, I don't know. I think we're going to have some pretty good competition. I don't know who's all showing up for the class, but I'm... Um, Super excited. I'm hoping we can place top top three. Uh, is Rowdy Radial the 235 class? Yeah, 235, 8th okay. mile class. So. And it's is it 850 limited? Uh, it's 8th mile, so I don't know. Oh, it I is I think it's just mile. as fast as you can go. Is it as fast as you can go? I couldn't remember. Like, the cla there's so many There's so classes. many classes now. It's like, just pick all, one. <laughs> yeah, all Dragon Drives usually have a, an excessive amount of classes. Yep. Not an excessive amount. They just have a lot of classes, so yeah, everybody sure. can kind of fit in somewhere. And I, I can never remember the rules or anything. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, if you're going to pick a class, you got to, like, pick it and then figure out what the rules are again. Yeah, so. you can, and you don't have to pick until you show up that day, yeah, which basically, is always funny. So you can, like, pick a class, and then you could build your car to that class, but then you got to just, you know, sometimes there's rule changes in time, so it's yeah. kind of weird. What will this be, like your 20th Dragon Drive? Um, I don't know. I'd have to count. We started back in 2020 was our first year, and we did both the race weeks, and we've kind of been doing the same thing ever since. You so. and your dad have done quite a few, though. Yeah, we've done a lot, and then, I don't know. But that's done. what I meant. Like, you, in general, how many race weeks? I mean, like, you've been doing them since you were what? Yeah, it's probably been, I don't even know, <laughs> just so many. We All of the Rocky Mountain race weeks? We try to. I mean... We went to the first couple. We didn't really race anything, but we uh, kind of showed up and watched because that was kind of one of the things we've always wanted to do. And then uh, mm -hmm. 2020, we kind of pulled the trigger on it and built a car for it. So Interesting. I thought you were doing it earlier than that. No, we uh, we did a car. We took a car in 19, uh, one of our buddies, 56s, and we raced that. So and you were uh, like 12, 11 years old. Yeah, yeah. And you were helping your dad pull the transmission out of <laughs> his wagon. Dude, it was bad. <laughs> yeah, I remember those the videos that 1320 put up of you, like, it was like 4 a.m. and you guys are pulling <laughs> a transmission. It was horrible. <laughs> that was bad. I was, we can get to that later, but that, yeah, was, that mean, was brutal. What was the deal on that? We can... All right, you can jump into it? Yeah, might as well. All right, so basically... I mean, the car was running great, great the rest of the week. And her, what was the car, I guess? So oh, so 1955 Chevy. It's got a LS, uh, six liter out of a truck, and then it's got a Frankenstein ported uh, stock uh, GM heads, basically. Yeah. Um, it's got nitrous uh, from Induction Solutions on it, and uh, quite a bit of, you know, good parts on it. Obviously, Motion Race Works and uh, TBM brakes on there. Uh, the transmission's faceplated by Liberty Gears. Uh, they h help us out on that a lot. And then it's got a Black Magic clutch and a bunch of uh, Mark Williams stuff out back. So. And it was going pretty fast for what it looked like too, because it's, it's not been, like it's a... been uh, 10:07 up here actually, and it's also repeated itself in Tulsa. And it's uh, not like it's like a rustic looking yeah, it, car. Yeah, it it's looks not... pretty old. I mean, it's finished underneath, interior's yeah. all nice and stuff. But I love that thing. It's so badass. And then you guys were 
doing the stick shift deal with that, which stick shift racing in itself yeah, is it's not just for pretty every, dangerous. It's not for the faint of heart. Yeah, no, for sure. You got to really want to stick shift race if you're 100%, doing that. Hundred percent, yeah. So uh, uh, we were on race week. I think that was 2021. And uh... hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Let's see. It was day. I don't know. We were at Bandermere, so my dad's shop's actually out of Denver. And so we kind of had a bunch of parts there. But uh, to get to how we got to that spot, the car was running really good. It was like ten mid-10s uh, mm-hmm. all week. And then I think we were just, you know, starting to ramp it up. And uh, we actually didn't catch it for some reason. But I don't know if we ever fully figured out why it did that. But it uh, seemed to develop like a hot cylinder at the back of the engine the number eight cylinder was kind of getting hot more than the other ones um and so you were this, checking was, plugs? this was before we had indi- individual egts but we pulled plugs because yeah. it's a nitrous engine nitrous deal yeah. um i'm lazier than that though yeah <laughs> <laughs> i try so, to avoid pulling plugs as much as possible oh yeah we pull them like every pass so we have i mean at the beginning of the season we have a box full of spark plugs like that big oh shit it's pretty crazy those things aren't cheap per plug no they're not no <laughs> so nitrous life nitrous life you'll have that yeah uh Anyways, it got down through there, and it kind of had, like, a little, you could see a little puff about, I mean, 1,000 foot or so, and it kind of banged. It sounded like a little bit, but it didn't sound too bad. And then uh, Dad said when he pulled off, he saw, like, no water because he heard it, obviously, but he pulled the plug, and it wouldn't come out. Mm. So at that point, we knew we were kind of in trouble. Um, and then uh, we got back to the pits. I mean, it still ran. Like, it was fine, and uh, pulled, the, pulled the head off, and... Uh, developed the burnt piston and the head was trashed so we uh went to the shop we had a 6.2 uh ls3 in it so that uh, was laying around the nice motor that you guys kind of tore up yeah that was the nice motor that we tore up yeah frankenstein heads and all that yeah good stuff so then we had a a six six two uh it's like a a truck motor six two it was a, actually it was an LS3. It was uh, oh okay yeah it had all intake and everything on it. Did it so have a just, cam in it or is it just like no stock? <laughs> oh, it was just like engine. So okay. it was it was slow. I mean it was a pig after that. But yeah, and then nitrous on top of that wouldn't have been happy. No, and we we still hadn't fixed our problem yet, so we weren't sure if it we should even put it on there yet. Um, yeah, and so it went like twelve fifties after that. But anyways, um, we got back to the pits. Figured out that it was hurt, and uh, Dad called the guys at the shop and had them bring us up the engine. And so we got to work pulling it, and it was and it was a decided, long night. Yeah, it was, I was a gonna long night. Say you could have brought the car to the shop technically. Yeah, but we would have had to put it on a trailer, which you know controversy there. Yeah, as long as you putting it back on the trailer to the same spot. Yeah, so. it's okay by the rules, but I mean, I guess it is. It's yeah. race week, so you never know. So it, it was cooler to do it at the track anyways. It was cooler for optics, but yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't funner. No, it was not. On so. four jack stands to do the engine on. 
That, that car actually has pro jacks under it uh, for profab, oh. so it's not too bad. It gets pretty high. Yeah, that's super nice. I mean, it helps with the maintenance a lot. So. There's not that many 10 second cars with pro jacks on no, them. No, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> that's but not the most common thing. It's one of our efficiencies. If efficiency things uh, yeah. with drag and drive stuff. And so. once you buy Projax, they're easy to put on any car yeah. at that point. So once yeah, you have, like, the initial investment yeah. of them, yep. anything can really have it, especially if you have a clutch that you need to service a yeah, lot. Yeah, that's, that's the main reason we got them. Yeah. So we can get it high enough so you can get under there. Do you plan to develop that car more? No, that car's actually sitting now. Uh, the engine's going to go back in it so we can just drive it around. But uh, we're actually working on my car now, so... Mm. Are you gonna put a stick shift in your? Oh car? yeah, yep. You it's love gonna it's gonna be pain a, then. <laughs> yeah, I like pain. It's pretty fun. <laughs> the the pain of stick shift racing. Yeah. I don't have the patience for counterweights. Yeah. And weighing things. Yeah. No, we uh, that's one of the biggest things there. Breaking sure. out the scale every yeah, time. Yeah, scale. Yep. Scale I have to look and, at my tune up and yep. weigh nuts and bolts. Hundred percent. I'm like, I don't know about this. You know something <laughs> about it. I understand. Yeah. I understand the um idea behind it. I just don't exactly think I could do it in practice. Yeah, no. It's, Especially once you, once you get used to it, it's not too bad. Yeah, and you shouldn't have to change it that often, I guess. I yeah, mean, you. No. you know I mean, once you get it set most. up, you gotta, you know, adjust a little bit. But as you start going faster, you gotta change it a lot more often. So. If you have a good clutch person initially, you shouldn't have to mess with it too yeah. much. It's like a converter. Once you have it in, it's kind of. You can keep it where it needs to be. Is it similar? Because you race junior dragsters. Is it similar? Not even close. No, no not even close. I have no concept of how junior dragsters work. I imagine oh, it's similar. so much different. To my lawnmower. Yeah, it is similar. Yep. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> that's that's so, pretty much my extent of knowledge yeah, on a junior. I mean, they're juniors are super crazy. And, uh, in fact, the outlaw racing around here is it's getting out of hand pretty fast, like holes in floorboards and mm. stuff like that to keep them light. Down but, uh, this way in Florida, yeah, you're saying? Because I know we have a big junior program yeah. in Florida. So they actually have an outlaw class, so they only run 330. I don't know if you ever saw that. but I've seen a – I've probably seen it. Yeah, you know, it's But fine, I may yeah. not notice yeah, I see what you're if saying. I'm yeah. not like if, – if somebody doesn't tap me on the shoulder and like, hey, that's the outlaw class, I probably won't notice. Yeah, you probably won't notice. But they only run 330 foot, so that's – Interesting. Yeah, it's – They're all loud. Yeah, they're all loud. <laughs> yeah. You can hear them at the 330 foot mark still making noise. Yeah. So – that class is pretty crazy, and we race that back at home in Denver, uh, Bandemir. Uh, that w- that's a fun class to run, and it's really uh, it's fun because you get to try to go as fast as you can, of course. Yeah. It's uh, like wide open it, outlaw. But then even if you qualify at the back of the field, you still have a shot because it's still a bracket race. Oh, interesting. But I suck at bracket racing, so I don't have a shot at all. Yeah. I <laughs> Honestly... I need somebody to explain bracket racing to me better because there's actually so many lucrative things that I don't even fully grasp on bracket racing because I've never done it. And I understand heads-up drag racing pretty well. But then there's all these bullshit that bracket racers talk about that I start to get lost on. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you, I'll just stay out of it. I'll just stay out of it. <laughs> I'll just stay out of it. But then so you can just go as fast as you want in those things? So there's got to be a limit in the out somewhere. in the outlaw class. I don't care, but what are people going like seventy miles an hour? Yeah, it to the three hundred thirty foot. To the three thirty. Yep. yep. That's that's, that's pretty, pretty fast. fast. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you stay in that, I guess you're probably geared out. But like, that's like a hundred mile an hour. Yeah, it's probably in the eighth. Yeah, it's that's cooking. Yeah, and what age is that? Like eleven years old. You could do that at thirteen. I think thirteen years. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty serious. Yeah, it's pretty serious. Hmm. Uh, 
So my we actually me and my dad actually built a car. I don't know if some people might know who Jerry Fritz is, but uh, we all built a car, a junior actually, uh, and it was an outlaw car that we raced, and we still have it actually. Uh, and it was like one of the first cars to ever do a wheelie, like first juniors like, to do a wheelie, like. A couple feet off the ground, really. So. At Bandemir? At Bandemir, yep. I was going to ask, like, how much prep do they really need? Because if you're only going 330, you could probably race juniors. In... There's very little prep, honestly. Yeah, you I mean, I mean like, if there's a little glue down, it's good. But it's not even close to radial prep. Like That's what I'd imagine because they're kind of like dogs out of the hole. Yeah. Like, they don't really, like, no, have much. You have to get after them out of the hole. Like, our juniors are going... 150, 60 foot. Like they, oh, okay. they're getting after it pretty good. The outlaws must be pretty serious because some of the ones that I see, like they don't, they don't seem to leave that no, hard, no. and then they just kind of like the outlaws are serious. Like, hmm. I saw a chrome, like I saw a titanium, like everything on oh, one of them. Oh, that's crazy! I've never seen that. I was like, why are you guys putting titanium on these things? That was probably an outlaw car. It makes sense because I, I keep seeing these chassis pop up, and so maybe because I have a kid now, they yeah. keep like. They keep showing up in my feed. They're, like, taunting me. <laughs> but what do you do for an engine in it? Uh, it's a single cylinder based off of Briggs & Stratton, but all billet block, billet head, uh, billet internals, crank piston. Uh, I mean, no, it's, ported everything. it's serious. Uh, an uh, inch and three-quarter bore. Hmm. It's, or, yeah, inch and three-quarter. Inch and no? three-quarter bore. No, wait, no, it's not. No. Hold on, I can't even think about it. That ain't right. And then what do they just direct drive right to? Yeah, so it's crankshaft out to a clutch, mm-hmm. and then there's another clutch behind it. We call that the reverse driven, and then that goes out to a shaft that goes to the, the rear end, hmm. or goes out to a shaft that goes to a chain that goes to the rear end. I need to look at these more because I feel so out of the element on them in any way, and I feel yeah. like I should know about them a little bit, but I just never really paid much attention to them. They're... They're pretty cool once you get into them. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on, but mm-hmm. it's really simple. Like, they're. Not- I've always heard like stories at Bradenton where the dads start to fight and. Oh, dude. <laughs> and that's dude, where. That's another story. Like-, like I've heard where like you know Bradenton's like I'm shutting this race down right now if you guys can't. It's bad. All cooperate. The track parents, <laughs> they're horrible. I mean, dude, you'll have people just you know doing their thing, yeah. and then you'll just have this other person that comes up and's like, "Why are you doing that?" Then it's like, dude, quit judging. I'm just doing what I'm doing. And then, I don't know. Like fights breaking yeah, out and then kids, between them. Yeah. yeah. And then the kids that don't actually want to be there racing. Yeah. And they just want to be like screwing off, playing in the grass Yeah, exactly, or exactly. And so then. Because the, there's got to be the, the two sides of it. Oh, like there's definitely. you wanted to race and want to race. Yeah. But then there's probably people you race with that are like, my dad wants me to race. Yeah. And then. No, I guarantee is, you know, I don't know. It's probably a little under half, but. Do you have TBMs on that thing? We tried. Uh, some of the hard things was, like, we have uh, on the outlaw car, we have an aluminum rotor just to keep it light. And uh, I know TBM does a little bit of that, but mm-hmm. I don't know. We just yeah, never got to it. Like and they mount weird, honestly. Like, the specific junior stuff all mounts super weird, so. I always like watching them stage it where they're, like, hopping. Oh, yeah. kind of, like, doing, like, a little shimmy it's, to get it into the You have to, like, shake it because it, the glue on the track actually will stick to the tire and it won't mm-hmm. move. It doesn't have enough. Hmm. Uh, so... Is there a strategy where you try not to be in the glue as much to get nah, a little bit faster? Usually try to be in the groove. I was gonna say because like if the glue might slow you down a little bit, you, you only can usually get traction s- out of it. You only usually see them hobbling around on the uh, in the littler cars because they don't have as much torque to uh, push them through. Not your billet. Yeah. Billet big block. Yeah. 
Not my billet big block. Yeah, you know? billet big block Briggs and Stratton there. Yeah. She's got the power to make it <laughs> make it move. Yeah, sometimes they'll get stuck, but I don't know. You give her the old shimmy and she'll sometimes move. Sometimes you'll have to have your dad get your tire. Mm. Outlaw racing. I feel like that's something that's going to get shut down if they keep pushing it too far. Dude, these junior <laughs> parents push it far. Like they're going to have to reel it in because any drag racer, if you say – yeah. Go as fast as there's, you want. It's going to get out of hand. There's weight r- limits, but still, like, some of these cards are crazy. Just and is, stupid. I mean, I guess if it's engine limited, too. A little bit of that, but, I mean, really, it's as much power as you can make, make it. Huh. But. And do you have to run a certain fuel? Do they, like. Uh, they. Can you run, like, it, nitro? Depends, <laughs> it, no, you can't run nitro. You can run M5. Like, some M5 tracks are. pretty spicy. Some tracks are a little skeptical on M5. But most cars run on M1, so. I mean, that's no, pretty, no I didn't nitro. Them to like, run you can't on have M1 a custom, either. can't have a custom nitro blend. But, well. <laughs> I'm sure there's probably a few <laughs> there's, of them. there's probably a few of them. But <laughs> I'm sure you can hear it when it's on nitro. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, there's definitely an audible difference there. But yeah, we definitely we've ran on M5 before, and that's usually in the outlaw classes what we run on. Hmm. So it's just like NA racing at that point. Yeah, it's basically NA. And they, and yeah, yeah, then, and then uh, no boost or anything. They don't mm-hmm. allow that, nitrous or anything. Yeah, I don't know how happy those engines would be with boost anyways. They'd figure it out. One of my So, yeah. actually, one of my buddies works at JR Racecar, and uh, we're actually really good friends. So, we're, we built a turbo kit for one of them, and uh, <laughs> we're still working on getting it finalized and stuff. You're going to put, like, EFI on it then? I don't know. Send <laughs> put, it. Put, like, a little, um, I think Fuel Tech makes, like, a... A little fuel tech that they put on the, um, a lot of guys use them on like the Honda Groms. Oh, really? And they put like a little fuel tech on those things. Oh, yeah, and the jet skis. I've yeah, seen and that the, jet on the jet skis. So, I mean, realistically, you probably could, but then at that point, you're probably just putting so much junk into it. And, at you, that. and you can't run any, like, you can't run a fuel tech or anything on those. They just don't allow it. They don't allow any like ignition boxes no. or, any, or any like um, staging boxes or things like no, that. You can't just have foot like brake. a, yeah, foot brake only. Hmm. Yeah, and. I guess a small enough turbo you wouldn't need to, like, build boost. No, no, no. Or, like, bump in. It would probably just make the boost you wanted to. I, I feel like gonna... I'd be a little scared watching a junior dragster start to bump in. I'd be yeah. like, okay, we need to. All right, we need to calm down. Yeah, everybody needs guys. to back up. A <laughs> we need to stop. <laughs> that kid's 11 years old, 13 years old. Like, yeah, you <laughs> see a kid over there on the two-step, just pop, 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 pop. It'd be pretty cool, though. And then it's just, it's a belt on there, right? Yeah, it's a belt, uh, okay. belt so it's driven like a from clutch to clutch. But it'd be kind of. Uh, yeah, I don't know, because Can-Ams have, like, a, a gearbox. Like, don't they have a gearbox? I don't have no um, Not the, like, the I don't have any X3s, idea. the older ones, were um, clutch-to-clutch. Yeah, so um, that's what we CBT have. CBT style. So did they do trans brakes and stuff on those? They don't, but they work really well. Huh, okay. So I guess technically that style could work. Because, like, I'd be, it's just too hard to uh, grab the clutches because as you go up in RPM, they s- smack together, like, yeah. basically like a clutch. Yeah, and then, like, the Can-Ams have a lot of crazy clutching stuff that they do, like billet stuff, like yeah. all kinds of badass, Yeah, so our, like our stuff's all billet. Yeah, you do, like, weighted stuff and, for yeah. um, RPM and yep. everything. It's probably same it's, style. Yeah, it's same style, yeah. Interesting, yeah. So, I mean, I guess there's probably a lot of crossover on that. Yeah, I'm sure there's... Because it's CVT style, where It's you, probably... Our diameter's probably a little smaller. Yeah, those are, like... <laughs> yeah, those things are probably huge on the yeah, Can-Ams. pretty spicy. I mean, they're heavy vehicles yeah. with 300 horsepower. Yeah. They take a good amount to move. So, what's your project car? Uh, so, I got a 1956 Chevy two-door post car. 
Um, I've heard you're kind of an expert on those things. Oh, uh, kind of like Tri-5 Chevys. Yeah. I've kind like of always been around them. So. I've heard people call you for the advice on <laughs> which is which and years and... Yeah, we try. Uh, <laughs> and post cars and yeah. things that I'd, I haven't been around much of. Yeah, so it's, it's, uh, it's going to be a stick shift car. Uh, it's probably going to get a Liberty... Uh, LS swamped? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We'll see. It's going to have, it's going to fit anything that we want to put in it, but. Any GM style eh. engine, maybe? Eh. Yeah, GM, okay. GM, maybe. GM-ish? Ford, maybe. Uh, that'd you know. be cool. Chrysler, maybe. Maybe. Uh. I mean, that'd be pretty sweet. I mean, just and it. The goal is to make I, it fit whatever you want to put in it. I like that you didn't go right to LS, like yeah. the general population I mean, would say. Yeah. Let's just do an LS in it. It's easy. I mean, it probably will start with an LS just because that's what we have. But but you're already kind of thinking cooler. Yeah. Cooler, yeah. Yeah, a little bit spicier. I don't know if we're gonna if we're gonna run turbos or what we're gonna do there, but uh, we actually have an SB2 mocked up in it right now. That's a NASCAR engine for. People that don't know what that is. I love is. those things. They sound so good. So, so awesome, and they rev so high. Yeah, and they and rev so high. especially with, like, a stick shift car to rev it out. 100%, yep. It is great. So. And for cruising, that's be fun. That's, what mock, that's what's mocked up in it right now, just mm. for mock-up. But uh, it's probably going to get a uh, – we have several clutches now um, from Blackmagic, and then we're doing uh, hopefully a 650 cert cage in it. Um, yeah, cause it's getting, it's well. getting all the floor work for it, uh, cause we're doing leaf spring bracing and stuff like that. So leaving a leaf spring. Yeah. Not trying for like a ladder bar or we could, but it's, it's more fun with stock suspension. Yeah. Leaf springs work pretty well. You know, Doug's fond of those yeah. dang yep. freaking leaf springs. We've always kind of <laughs> raced leaf springs, but I, I, I just don't, I've never really dealt with a leaf spring much. Yeah. So my brain always just goes like right to. Drag racing, you want like a nice triangulated four link. That's but, what that's what everybody goes to, you know. But then classes change it up. You kind of get, get yeah. You kind of screw yourself. And then you screw yourself, yeah, potentially because you don't fit because you class. don't fit any classes. Especially because these um, like the drag and drive classes, you can fit some weird stuff. Yeah. Depending on what you do. That's that's what's so hard about drag and drive classes is they're so much different from like actual classes that if you if like U.S. Street Nationals this weekend, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's so hard to like go from a drag and drive event to a, to a, uh, you know, radial yeah. race. Yeah, like nothing that fits in U.S. Street Nationals yeah. is, is going on a drag and drive. Yeah, and the same thing around. Like, I yeah. mean, you kind of can, but you gotta go take all that stuff out, put mm-hmm. something else in, and then you know, changing your engine combo and. Yeah, there's like a f- and there's a few people that are actually willing to turn their car over for two different races yeah, like that. That's true. Yep. Like. Yeah, there's a couple cars that you can probably pull everything out of, pull the radiator and all yeah. the cooling system out of, but then to actually do that before or after a drag and drive is like, eh. oh, yeah. man. I, got... I won't lie. Like, sometimes we come home and we get it all out, but we usually just let it set for a little bit mm-hmm. and then we'll work on it after that. Yeah, because, I mean, like, I know Brett's car, he could 
set his up to do Rec- LDR yeah, or something. That car is freaking insane. Yeah, you just saw it up there. Yeah, right? yep. They were doing up a, there. Yeah, so you were up there <laughs> because yeah, of freaking El Toro. <laughs> Failing, dude. Doug's favorite car, man. Unbelievable. You could have tried to take the Nova. I don't think he has the engine for that either. Oh, shit. I, I forgot. I know he was messing with it, but I thought it was almost ready. I thought it was, too. It's man. been back and forth. I went up. Then we showed up, and it wasn't even together. I was like, dude, what happened? Yeah, he called me the other day. He's like, you have a balancer puller? I'm like, yeah, sure. And then the next day, he's like, you got an engine stand? I'm like, oh. Damn it. I didn't like that. I, I don't like that question. <laughs> I was like, I was, like I'll, I was hoping for more of a going into the car yeah. type of stuff, not coming out of the car. Because that's but, been uh, quite our, a few years. Our uh, third chance was going to be uh, pumpkin, or, yeah, pumpkin Spice. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, that car's pretty good. It's pretty good. And it's got a 850 cage in there, right? Yep, yep. It doesn't have as much cage as... No, it's the same, yep. Oh, same, does it? I mean, the same car, basically. I thought El Toro had some more cage in it. No, it's only 850. Oh, so... You probably can't go more than what's eight fifty? What five fifty in the eighth? I got no idea. We're going, we're going five zero, dude. I just don't know what eighth like what it translates to. I don't know what it does either. With NHRA. we're just gonna send it. We're yeah, send just it. as much nobody, as nobody needs to know about that. All right. No, I'm not paying attention at Keep all. Keep that on the You're down good, dude. <laughs> and then I guess third option you could have just bumped. Derek. <laughs> yeah, just, I'm taking your truck yeah, now. Sorry, Derek. Dude, the truck's not here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so you got your NHRA license for how fast? Uh, go 750. 750. Yep. Okay. You're, you're more licensed than me. Yeah. <laughs> eventually, I, I eventually will probably step it up, but for now, I don't have any plenty. licensing oh. for NHRA. Almost. I just never paid attention to that. <laughs> I, I like did all my passes and then they were like, oh, like I was doing my passes and then it just seemed like they just wanted money. Oh, yeah, that's NHRA I was like, ah, this isn't actually about me being safe at all. This is just about me having $200. Yeah. And I was like, I have proof of, I was like, I have a box of time slips. I'm confident in myself enough, so I just kind of ignored it. But you need it for drag and drive because you That's the problem with me is, like, people look at me and they're like, dude, that guy's not 16. So then you, like, they're like, ask you for that stuff, so. Yeah. Well, John Sears, man, come on, tell him he's fine. He's a tech guy there. We'll be all right. I think it's just Gainesville that requires this level of yeah. difficulty. Because, like, Bradenton, Orlando, and South Georgia are pretty outlaw tracks. And then Gainesville, you get to this, like... Oh, it's an NHRA's top-sanctioned track. Like, I know. they run an event there. And NHRA top-sanctioned like track means they do one good event a year. Yeah. And then the rest of the year, it's pretty much closed. Yeah. They just do Gator Nationals there. And then the rest of the year, kind of just maybe will do a test and tune. That's really it. I've never... I've never been up here, really. Like, not up here for the summers or anything. Yeah, so. and, like, Bandemir was NHRA, but they did try, They did events Event all the freaking all time. time, yep. I don't know what they're doing this year, but I think they have it another year, don't they? I, uh, not that I know of. I feel like I've heard rumors back there's, and forth. There's a bunch of rumors about that it. That they have another year of it, but they already lost the parking. Right now it's Copart is buying it, but I don't know. There's there's rumors about Copart wanting the mm. Bandemirs to run it, but... I don't know. That's just a Yeah, rumor. I guess until they tear it down to put an actual Copart facility there. Here's the thing. There's there's houses being built across the street. So even if the Copart tears it down, I mean, they're not even going to last that long either because pretty soon government's going to want that for houses. So Yeah, I just don't understand. Like, yeah, let's park a bunch of totaled cars on this beautiful side of a mountain. Yeah. At least put a house there. At least put a house Like, if you're going to tear it down, I'd rather at least see a house there than, like... <laughs> a bunch of junkyard cars? Yeah, a bunch of junkyard, like a junkyard, but 
<laughs> I'd rather them not tear it down at all, but if given the option, yeah. at least put like a strip mall or something. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. A restaurant. <laughs> Just the co-part is crazy. And it's funny, you know why they have to why the co-part ends up buying drag strips? Yeah, I have no idea. Is it it's because drag strips are already zoned for like, you know, oils and fluids and stuff. So they already have this like and it's all flat. zoning of like flat and like the EPA kind of doesn't pay attention to them as much because like it's already a dirtier place yeah. technically, I guess. So they're able to kind of get into there and make it a junkyard because it's already. That makes already, a lot of sense, yep. Because you're not going to go buy like this beautiful field that has just like plants growing in it and then, yeah, and then put a bunch of leaking cars. Yeah, not 100%. So a bunch of sense. they force drag strips out by government. Yeah, or, or here's a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah, I know Copart's tried to buy every track I've ever talked to. Yeah. Like, plenty of tracks I'm sure, yeah. in Florida they've tried to buy facilities at. And even um, Houston Raceway. Oh, yeah. When Is there that was that bought- flood, they stored cars there. Oh, really? Yeah, for the insurance companies. They oh, didn't, didn't sell it. They that. just rented the whole facility. And they were making way more money than renting the, than oh, yeah, I'm sure. running a track. Yeah. And they had to do nothing yeah. besides just, like, open the gate. Yeah. That was it. But uh, I don't know. What's your um, what's your strategy here for El Toro, then? Is it you and Tanner? Me and Tanner. Uh, Tanner at TBM, who drives the Chevelle. Chevelle. Yeah, yeah, we'll just go with Chevelle. I don't the, know what year it is. It went 690s, didn't it? I got no idea. I'm pretty sure he's been. It's been fast. It's been that? right on the cusp of sixes. Yeah. and then some, Super badass hot rod. Yeah, it's. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, he built that himself, and then um, Doug shipped him out from California to work in Bradenton instead. Yep. So shout out to Tanner. But he's your co-pilot. Yeah, so dad was going to do it, and then uh, he actually has a show to do next next yeah, so next weekend. Um, car show? Yeah, for the shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, because your dad builds custom yeah, cars. Yeah, cust- custom cars. Like not custom drag cars. No, but like custom, custom hot rods. Like hot rods, yep. like low riders and like badass things like that. <laughs> not, not low riders, but like custom, you know. <laughs> I didn't know what, I guess. Top, top show. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've seen the cars there and some of them yeah. seem like. So uh, we do a uh, Riddler car. Like we built a Riddler car, which is like the top, top car show ever. Hmm. And we, we actually went to the Riddler and won. Uh, yeah, I don't know much about yeah, car Yeah, no, shows. it's, that's like. That's quite a world. That's Pretty crazy to do. Like, and then does he, do they usually end up going across an auction block, I would guess, at some uh, point? So that car actually got shipped to, out of the country, and then. Uh, Probably ended up in Dubai. It, did, it didn't sell. Oh, so interesting. Came back. Huh. So, anyways, uh, Tanner's coming along this week, and uh, we're super pumped. We just got the engine in it last night and drove it up to Bradenton. So we're confident. Yeah, in drove it to the track. Yeah. Make sure shake it down a little yeah. after. <laughs> I did a little shake down. Yeah, so so what happened? So you went you made a pass in it. No, right? I didn't even make a pass. Oh, it I thought you lit- tried to make a no, pass. No, it literally uh The headlines remind us daily the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. 
For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They literally started up, and uh, they thought it was residual water because it knocked the, uh, it must have cracked the head, actually, when it heard it at the Christmas tree race. Mm. And so they thought it was just residual water s- sitting in the pipes from when that happened, but it just kept, water kept coming out. So something was wrong, and then they found that crack in the cylinder head uh-huh. uh, exhaust chamber. Yeah, so it cracked the cylinder head, which is rare on a coyote. Yeah. Like, I was talking to Jim about it, and he was like, I don't not expect. Brett, Brett even said, he's like, I don't even I don't even see that happening, like, very much. It didn't even happen on Brett's car. No, it hasn't even <laughs> happened 3, on Brett's car. 3,000 horsepower. Dude, that guy is crazy. <laughs> and then it happens on your freaking. Happens on El Toro. 1,000, 1,200 horsepower yeah. El Toro, whatever it's making. It's pretty crazy, though. I mean, that thing was together for a long time. And it's, it's there's nothing done to it, really. Yeah. I mean, it's literally stock out of the. Well, that the engine was Pretty freshly in there, it was right? Pretty fresh, yeah. Yeah, and then so you guys had to pull that out, bring it up to Real Street where Brett's at. Yep, and then uh, he put a head on it, which is like us. three hours away. Yeah, with traffic, it's horrible. Yeah, I getting to Orlando's the worst. Yeah, and then putting a head on a coyote. That's a. And then we put a head on the coyote and that's brought like a it back. whole thing. Put it in yesterday. How long? How what kind of a uh, what kind of process was that? Was that a? I don't know. Brett did all the work. He was like just just. Stand over there. You'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> he knocked that out in like an hour and a half. Yeah, because like an LS is nice and simple. Yeah. You hardly have to do anything. No, we would have done it in the car if it was an LS. Yeah, Coyote, you have to freaking deal with all those chains and all those cams. That's and... why we didn't do it because yeah. we're like, uh, we're going to mess up those chains. So. Yeah, and he has all the tools and stuff. Yeah, and he has, I all, guess the, I he has all the tools, yeah. Because I know on his deal with the copperhead gaskets, it's like a whole process to do. No, I've not. Because you have to like heat it. Oh yeah, you have cool to cool it, heat it again, retorque everything. Heat like without the cams in yeah. there, and he heats it out of the engine, out of the car. Oh wow, that's crazy. With like a, like a heat pump that oh. he, like he'll hook up water lines to it. Wow. And he'll run hot water through it to just to heat it up, and then he'll retorque it. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So El it's Toro, like a, El Toro was good. It's like a multi-hour process to get that thing. We just did that. Hour and a half, we're good. Yeah, and an LS, you just blow the head clean off it and yeah. put a new one put on. Put a new one on. That's every, what we did. We just every put couple weeks. <laughs> this one off and then that one on. We're good. But that car is pretty fun. It's it's a good car for dragon drives. Oh yeah, it's it's always been around the dragon drive scene really, and it's always done really good. So yeah, it cruises well too. Like I I cruised. I think we cruised last year with it. Was no, was, we had pumpkin spice. It was last pumpkin year. spice last year. Yeah. That was a rough year. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> oh, man, that was, man. It was so dark that night. It was so dark. That was crazy. You were in Pumpkin Spice, right? Yeah, I was I was passed out. Yeah, you were. I was passed were... out in the back. Yeah, because it was sudden, three of you back. guys. Yeah, it was me, me, Doug, and Red. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was in the back, and it was 
There was a tight squeeze back there. Yeah, I bet because there's a roll bar. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that didn't. There's a harness bar back there, that so was you have to bad. climb you over. You climb or over under. that, and then in between the Kirkies. And uh, then, since it's such a narrow car, it's so tight there. <laughs> yeah, Fox bodies are now big cars. No, People don't realize that that they're oh. small interior, but that's why they're fast. We were all cruising back, and um, <laughs> my car failed, and every every level it failed that first night. And we even we even stopped at Longhorn and got some steak. I know, dude. We were I thought we were set. Out. We like, were living life. We're good. And then we're just driving down the road. I'm in a caravan. It's Andy's car. Yep. Pumpkin Spice. Pumpkin spice me and I think something else was with us. I have no idea. Maybe it was, it was Tanner. Mm, no, no, Tanner, I don't Tanner think was so. on the road way before us. Yeah, so it was just the three of us. Yeah. And we're like cruising. We're making great time. I hit a speed bump and all the lights in my car turns off. And it's just, or did, I don't know if the car turned off, but every all the lights turned off. Yeah, it was, yeah. So that was a big sad. So and then, I and then we didn't get back to like, it was late. 4 a.m. Yeah, this is bad. Yeah. So we ended up driving until 4 a.m. Me, no headlights. Me, yeah, me and, me and Red crashed on the couch. We like walked in and just fell asleep on the couch. It was crazy. Shout out to you guys because I was also by myself. Yeah, you were by yourself. Because I didn't pick dude, up. if you would have hit that speed bump in the middle of nowhere by yourself. Yeah, I probably would have just like died. Dude, it would have just been like, all right, guess I'm sleeping here for the night. Probably would have <laughs> been better than trying to drive alone through yeah. that because no headlights on that back road was insane yeah and there's i'm sure there's deer do you guys have deer here yeah yeah okay and it wasn't even honestly the headlights in the sn95 are actually so bad to begin with yeah that even if i had working headlights it still would have been horrible <laughs> and then it started to get really cold oh yeah and it got cold that night i remember that yeah it got cold all of last year yeah a couple i think it rained it wasn't one. as bad as the first one though the first, the first one was cold. Yeah. It rained. It rained on the drive through uh, Daytona Beach. Yeah. From Orlando bad. to Gainesville, I yeah. think it rained. Yeah. That was bad. Oh, yeah. I had a lot of water coming in my car as well. Yeah, it, it was, was not as sealed as I was hoping. We were going to hook the heater up. That was the year we took the wagon. We were going to hook the heater up, and uh, we didn't before we left. So. Yeah. You guys had the wagon down here for the Christmas tree race before that, right? Yeah, and before, then left it here. Before uh, the first sick week. Yeah. yeah, and then you did the sick week and that. How did, how did that do on the sick week? It did really good. That was that was like the fastest we've ever uh, averaged, I guess, on a, sick, on a dragon drive. What tire's on that thing? Is it a small it's tire? A, yeah, it's a small tire. It's okay. like a, I think it's a 29. Mm. Uh, slick. It's It looked a lot like the other wagon. I feel like there was oh, a, yeah, yeah. there's a lookalike of it. It's Close, I, like it's the same color. Yeah, well, that one was on its roof too a little bit. <laughs> that one, really yeah. it tough, tough break. Tough it break. happens. Tough break. Cars end up on their roofs, but yeah. that one, um, I mean, that one had a lot of safety in it, thankfully. Yeah. So thankfully. that was um, Tom's son, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Um, Aiden. The first year, Aiden. Yeah. yeah. Thankfully, that thing had a lot of safety in it, yeah. but yeah, same same deal, right? Fifty five. Uh, that's a, that's a fifty seven. Fifty seven. You see, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. These people that look at muscle cars and they're like, oh, that's this year. I'm like, you got me, dude. <laughs> I, I, I can't tell you the year. I can tell you what it is. I'm not even that good at that. I can I can do try fives and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Just try fives. <laughs> Just, There's only three to remember, so. Yeah, it makes it easy. Yeah, I'm, my, I'll be the first to say my muscle car knowledge is pretty bad. Pretty bad? Yeah. You'll even like. 
when people start talking about like Novas versus Chevelles sometimes, I'm like, eh, they're hard to tell the difference sometimes. I, I got the Novas and Chevelles. When you look at them from the right angles, I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> they start to look similar. Sometimes if you get like just like the back bumpers, sometimes they'll look a little. Yeah, exactly. But then, you know, you don't say that to Doug or else. Yeah, no, no, no. Panic attack. Just don't let Doug hear that. Yeah, don't let him know. Don't let him know you can't tell the difference between a Nova and a Chevelle. <laughs> but the muscle car stuff, I just, I, I don't know that well. I, I didn't get into cars until later in life and didn't pay attention to muscle cars. I've always been in cars, I mean, ever since I was little, so. Yeah, because you've been in your dad's shop. Yeah. Forever. Forever, yeah. Yeah, and now you, do you pretty much spend... Like, full-time there working on yeah. your shit? No, I try and to. his cars? Yeah, I try to. <laughs> Do you work on customer cars? Oh, yeah. kind of work for the shop, and then... Uh, Does your do dad do, to... like, from, like, nothing to, like, interior oh, and yeah. everything? Like... We don't... Uh, we're starting up to do interior right now, but we don't do paint. Mm. We do everything else, though. Interesting, yeah, because yeah. I... I guess I didn't know how full-inclusive his shop was of, yeah. like... We do most of it. Metal work and oh, everything. Oh, yeah, all the metal work. Like, we finish cars flat with metal, and then we'll go to the paint shop. Hmm. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, I've never, um, I need to visit next time we're up there. Yeah. I want to make it back for the next Dragon Drives up there, but, like, they're kind of. Kind of not even there anymore. I know. They're moving away. It's such a weird deal because. Now that Bandimir just closes, it's kind of, like, hard, hard to even keep it close, you know? Yeah, it sucks because, like, Bandimir was, like, that rock. It was, like, the main. It was the main track, track like the like one you wanted to go to. Everything's a, everything is centered around Bandamere. Yep. Like every track leads to Bandamere, and it just sucks that that one's like gone. I feel so hard. I feel so bad for um for Matt Frost because yeah. like that was his main like attention grabber basically. Yeah, he built up this whole thing around these tracks, and then to kind of get that kick. Yeah. Of it not being there, and I mean he's resourceful, so I'm sure he'll figure stuff out. But even. Yeah. Great Bend, I think, is having issues. Yep, their track surface got messed up. Yeah, they paid some people to do the track surface, and they did a bad job, and then, yeah, that's a bad deal. Unfortunate. Yeah, that's not fun. Oh, man. So what's your, what what would be your uh, ET goals for your project here when you get it back out? Are you going to try for, like, Um, a 10-second car right off the kick and hopefully get that going? We'll see. I'm... We'll see what engine end up ends up in, but I'm hoping to go, you know, hopefully eight, you know, eight high eight, low eight. Yeah, and it's I'm different. Gonna, I want to try to go win some stick shift classes. It's the goal with the car. Mm, okay, and it's different, like definitely not like World Cup or anything, but yeah, I think I think we can, <laughs> I think we can understand that. Maybe like TX2K B class. Yeah, B that's class. a reasonable one. Probably take the B class. Yeah, I don't want to. I've know. heard uh, TX2K is kind of a long race. It is. Yeah. It is a long... Well, you do dragon drives. It's yeah. seven days. Well, yeah. I've heard that it's like <laughs> nonstop oil downs. There's a <laughs> lot Lambo's of those. Lambo's crashing and... Yeah, yeah. But there's quite a few dragon drive slowdowns as well. Yeah, there's definitely that. But, I mean, try not to be as if, many. If you're not in a group at Sick Week... Oh, yeah. You're hanging out at the track. You're hanging for a minute. Yeah. Especially if you're in C group. I think I was in C group last year. And you gotta at least, you gotta at least get in B group. Then yeah. you at least have a shot. So for people that don't understand, Sick Week is you know A group a is the fastest cars. Fast cars yep. They get first lick at the track. They got like an hour or so. 
to to, to run through yeah, the whole run class. On your whole class, yep. And then they go to B group. They get kind of the same amount of time. Uh, yeah, and sometimes you don't get all your time. Yeah, and of course cars break and oil downs and stuff, so it gets longer. And then then they go to C group, and by then it's like. And by then it's just. I mean, if they call C group, anybody's going back up yeah, there. Yeah, like, exactly. Everybody's just trying to get their passes in by then. So then you kind of end up sitting at the track by your by your vehicles a little bit for quite some time. You get to talk to everyone. I mean, yeah. C and D group. You get to watch all the racing, all the fast cars. That's the only thing. I mean, I like sick week. Just the only thing in sick week and drag week, the same thing. It's just, I like how like uh, race week and stuff like that, they call by class. Mm -hmm. It almost seems better like that because they can zip through that class and then get to the next class. But, and and I get why they do it. That's yeah, not me sense. trying to it's like not, you know bitch about it. I understand yeah, no, we, that the A class and B class need to get the hits out of the way really soon, so they know if they have to figure something else out or do something else. I get that. And that's and that's the only reason that people want to go to that event. That's why the yeah. C class and D class cars are there basically. Mm -hmm. So they got to at least get that in. Yeah, and I, I completely understand that. But if you're friends with somebody in A class and your car's in C class. Just know you may not be riding with them. <laughs> they may finish thing. up soon and be gone, like Devin Vanderhoof all last year. Yeah, he was he was at um, checkpoints while I was still just like yeah. waiting for <laughs> no, B no. class. Yeah, just waiting for the class. I was to like, run. B class isn't over yet, and this guy's at a checkpoint already. Yeah, it's like what? How? Yeah, it didn't even make sense. I was like, okay, and I Devin, need to be in A class. Devin Vanderhoof last year just blew uh, Rowdy Radel out just. Yeah, he, he, he I mean, class. he literally brought a, I mean, I don't want to say it's a pro mod, because it's definitely not. Yeah. But he brought a, you know, 275 car and put it on 235 and made it go down, which, you know, good for him. Yeah. Just, I don't know. He There's, made it go down also one hit every pass. Like, yeah. You know, so. He got the job done. I mean, he did, he executed it perfectly. He saw the rules and he went for it and he, he won. There's no com no There's, saying he didn't. I, I mean, think he went like a 430 on a 230 on a 235. It's like, whoa, uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Nobody's doing that yeah. in a convertible Fox body. That thing's so cool. Man. That's, it was awesome. Convertible do. scares me. I was like, man. Yeah, I don't know about racing a convertible. I mean, I've I, seen. I like to have some some sheet metal over my head. I do enjoy it, even though it's not very thick on a Fox body. I I like it being there, even though the cage is more important. It's just I get scared of any convertibles because I was out. I was watching World Cup one year, and I okay. watched a F body at like twelve hundred feet. The convertible went, whoop, and it just twisted, the, turned the car. Oh, really? Right into the wall. Just because it like went straight up. Yeah, it went straight up, like and then air it just grabbed it, it like a parachute and yep. just turned it every way. That from that moment, I was like, eh. you either race with the top down if they let you, or you just, I don't know. I don't race at all. Yeah, or just like build a <laughs> just build a, a car top. with a roof on it. Yeah, build a roof car. I'm I'm cool with a roof car. Yeah, I don't know, but Devin kind of just destroyed that class, and it I was know, one hoping, and done passes. <laughs> I'm hoping this year he comes out and just destroys the whole event. Like that would be awesome to see a small tire car win the whole thing. He's very outspoken against his uh, big tires. Yeah, no. There he is. Not, he's not with them floppy tires. No, you show up with a floppy tire and you're that guy, he's going <laughs> to... But the floppy tires don't do well at these radial no, prep races. No, that's the problem with this event. I mean, for just like For cars. floppy tire for cars, floppy, yeah. For that big, wide tire. Yeah, for the uh, low IQ. <laughs> <laughs> the floppy tire, guys. Better, I'm just better, messing with them. You, uh, I'm just messing with you them. You better I like just them. turn that dial all the way up because... Uh, yeah. 
Well, they try to drive through tire shake. Yeah, and it just shakes the car to death. Yep, and then you're going to break your trans usually. It seems like the trans is usually the one to go, and that's a fun... Thankfully, those cars are easy to pull the trans. They're, like, right inside. That's what we're doing in my car. I mean, it's not going to be automatic, but it's going to come out the top. Mm-hmm. You got to do that so you don't have to... And if you can, like, put a clutch window on the inside, real nice. We've always ran a clutch window just... Now the bell housing will be able to come off because the trans will be like four mm-hmm. bolts and then just slides back on the slider. The clutch windows are interesting, though, because like if you have an SFI bell housing, you can't technically cut a clutch window. <laughs> technically, you're not technically supposed you're to. you're not supposed to. But, but you some, can buy some, a... Yeah, some of them, you can option them up. You got to buy the badass one then, not just like the quick time one. Yeah, the, you can't just the buy the cheapo, cheapo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the... um. It'll be interesting to see Devin this year because he changed his car completely. Yeah. That's one of my cars to watch. Like, that, like, there's always every year there's, like, cars to watch. That's one of them. Brett's car is obviously one of them. Uh, Garrett's got a car to watch with a... Uh, what's he taking? What's he's he got taking? mullet. Oh, is he taking it? Yeah. I thought oh. they were taking Ruby. I think James is taking Ruby. Oh. Yeah, so that's always a good car to watch. Oh, okay. Um, Alex Taylor's got her car out there. That's a whole a, whole bunch of cars here. Yeah, that's a... And uh, Jeff Lutz. Oh, yeah. Come back with his... Uh, whatever I know. That thing's he, called. he was I, so last minute on I that. I know. And it was like... Yeah, what was it? Like two weeks ago. He was just like... Yeah, dude, hey, I'm bringing planning, my car like, out. Months. I know. It's like it's not like you just go out to the shop and you're like, you know what? I'm going to get that out. <laughs> right? I was like... <laughs> I was like, wait, how is this just like a last minute? There's like, no way it's got all the old technology. Like it had to went and got, you know, rewired and everything. Yeah, it has to be all different stuff. I'm sure they took a lot of the No Prep King stuff, like yeah. whatever tech Some that the they've learned and yeah. put it over into there. But Which doesn't help on this race. Like even if they have, I mean, data wise, mm-hmm. if they have like the data, like it doesn't even help. Yeah. Because the tracks are so good out here. And that's the thing. That's where the big tire cars start to struggle. But that, that's the other flip side is if, like, you have a big tire car and it starts to tire shake, your uh, your first instinct, it happened to me. My car was, like, I, I didn't feel right, but you're, like, well, I, I need a pass. Like, I need, like. Yeah, yeah. If so, you need a pass, you're, like, I got I to gotta get through it. Yeah, and that it. ends up with people then, crashing or oiling down the track or breaking stuff because they're, they're not going with their normal racing instincts. That's the only thing with drag racing. Or uh, dragon drag Yeah, racing. you it's don't like, go with your normal drag racing instinct like, of, like, Uh-oh. get out of it. You're yeah. like, I need a slip so I can get on the road. Or if it is broken, I still need a slip. Like, I can't pull off to the side. Yeah. And then spend all night trying to fix it. You, yeah. You got to at least print anything. Something. Yeah, print something. Yeah, so it kind of almost forces people to run these, like, Hail Mary passes. Yeah. But Which then, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Yeah, I mean, you got to go with your instincts, but you almost got to change them a little bit. Yeah. Which makes it tough. You got to figure out the, the line, like, where it's dangerous and where it's doable. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw Tom. Tom McGilton? Yeah. yeah. You Is see that, that deal? It was a fire? Yeah, I think it O-ring fire, which freaking injector O-ring fires, man. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I didn't even read it. I, just... I think it was an injector O-ring fire. Same deal with Tom Bailey happened to 2.0. Is, does he have one? Oh, no, he's racing the... um. He's racing the Durango. The Durango, yeah. That thing's so wild. <laughs> thing's I was crazy. Like, I was like, what was the concept behind, like, a Durango? Out of all things you can build, like, you're going to put a chassis under anything? You go, hmm, I mean, hey. That thing would be cool with the screw blower in it, like, they had mocked up in it there for a while. Yeah, it's got, like, a four-liter 
blower on it too. Yeah, it's like got a big mag. Uh, Whipple, I think Magnuson, it's Whipple. Yeah, I think something it's Whipple. like that. It's a big dog. It's a big dog deal under there. Hmm. I'd be. It it'll be interesting to see some of the other, like stuff that comes out because every year there's always like a, an array of like weird yeah, and vehicles. Yeah, just new weird vehicles. Yeah. And then you often don't see them at the next track. Yeah. <laughs> there's it's all these like weird vehicles, and well, then that's like the thing with Dragon Drive people is they like build them at the last second, so then you just have like. This car that's not even finished and shows up to tech and they're like working on it while at tech. It's like, just finish a car. Yeah, that's always been weird to me where people are like so, so last minute on these cars. And like, it's it's not a surprise. Like, this event is the same time every year. Yeah, it's the same area every year. It's not like, it's not like they move the date up like two weeks. Yeah, and you have to sign up for it. Yeah. Like eight months ahead of time. Yeah, it's like, dude, just. Start on your car eight months ahead of time, and and you won't be in this situation. You'll be tested and ready to go. Get a test hidden. Yeah. And I get some people, you know, like Chad Fegley with the stick shift Corvette. Like, he was on the dyno and melted a piston. That's different, though. Two like, weeks it's ago. Not like, so it's he's not like putting a new motor it's in It's not it. like you're building a brand new car yeah. to run it. But then these guys... A couple weeks away. I mean, I'm not entirely not guilty of that where my car was just finished yeah. at the same time. But it was also me working on it until it was finished, and then it just happened to be ready to go. Yeah. I don't know. I get Granted why. Granted, my trans let go almost immediately. <laughs> I get why people do it. It's just like, I don't know. Get, get started on your cars a little earlier, and then, then yeah. you're, then you're not your wor- shit, dude. Then you're not wor- worrying about everything like every two seconds. It, it sucks. There's always this drag and drive thing that I talk about, too, with people is, once your car breaks and you're like one or two tracks in or you're like at the event or something, like you you get to this mindset of, okay, I'll have to buy that. And then you buy that and like the snowball of spending money to get your car <laughs> fixed at the event because you're like, I need to overnight this or Well, yeah, something. and your trailer's so far, it's like, how am I going to get there? So you're like, oh, okay, well, let me see if I can fix this. Mm-hmm. Let, me put, let me put a couple thousand dollars in this and then let me go get my truck. So it's like... You have to figure out how far apart the car is to the point where, you know, where you can get your truck and trailer. Yeah, at some point you do have to cut your losses if you have a uh, reasonable financial mind. Yeah. <laughs> some people will just completely go overboard on fixing their car, and I've Basically seen that everybody. too. everybody. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that too where I'm like, you just spent a lot of money to fix your car in 24 hours. Yeah, and then it's sketchily done, so you're like rigged it together. Yeah. Which, which we kind of we kind of did that too, but I mean it happens. You know, you know the ECU was sitting on the floor, and there was a couple <laughs> sketchy things. There, it's but. it's normal. I I was watching the um, I've talked about this before, but uh, Finnegan's video of oh, his yeah. drag week where he kept breaking his um his the the Hemi. Yep. And he just they never quit, and they kept putting motor and mo- yeah. after motor after motor that was, after. That was pretty crazy. Like, it was just a whole, basically, like, six months of working on a car in one day. <laughs> That's what it seemed that like. Been, I mean, that that was cool that he kept going, just a lot of work. It was work. it was very cool that he kept going. I, the video was cool from my point of view. I don't know if I would want to have been. If, I don't know if I would have been as cool with it if it was me doing all the work. Yeah, exactly. So at some point, you almost have to just cut your losses. But I guess some people aren't wired like that. 
I mean, you'll have that. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I've watched quite a few broken cars somehow get fixed in time. Yeah, somehow, some way. People what was it your, out. um, what was some of your favorite drag and drive moments and memories? Uh, just recently, well, the one, one of my favorite moments is probably doing that engine swap, but that was, that was fun and it was, it was a lot of work, but it was, it was pretty fun. And then yeah. recently we got third in the new Mustang we brought out. Um, oh yeah, I think I remember seeing a video of that one. The, uh, blue. Yeah. Blue, blue Fox. Uh, Eighty nine. Mm. Yeah, that thing was cool. It was fast, and then we broke the rear end. And it was not so fast. Oh, I do remember seeing the rear end broken too. What was the What was the whole story on that one? What event was it? What? That was a uh, race week one this year, or I guess last year, twenty twenty three. And it uh, it was great. Like. We were doing good, and then uh, the day Is before that. it like a that, small block Ford? It's a small block Ford twin turbo, 89 okay. Fox body Mustang. And it was doing good, and then uh, we got to the track that day, and everything was fine. But uh, for some reason on the drive, it like it has a boost leash on it, and it's, it uh, failed. Like the screen went blank. Mm. So we had to scramble and get one of those. So we were kind of scrambling all day. By the time we went up to make our first pass... Uh, everything was good. It was just late already. And so, I mean, we had a decent A to B tune-up in it, and it, uh, let the clutch out, uh, from the green light and just <laughs> broke an axle. <laughs> uh, was it just a stock 8-8 in there? No, it, it's, it had, a. I don't even know what was in it. Yeah. It wasn't, like, the best What'd stuff. What'd you guys do on that one? Just put 8-8 back in it. Uh, with Mark but Williams, you did it at the... Oh, yeah. Uh, it, before we fixed it, we... My sister's Mustang, which is a 91 uh, Foxway Mustang with a Vortec and a small block Ford. Uh, her clutch went out. So we had to... We couldn't fix that um, in time just because we were trying to do so many things. Like, we had two cars. Yeah. And oh, so, you guys were racing the two at the same yeah, event, Yeah, two at right? the same event. And okay. so that was a lot. How did it go with working it. on the... The two where you guys like uh, we had to work on. I mean, we basically did all the work on our our car, and she did all the work on her car. But uh, the clutch went out on that, and uh, we didn't really have any parts to do that. So she offered her rear end up, so we put that in there. Oh, so you guys pulled the rear end out of that one. Yeah. And then what it, track was that at? Was that Pueblo? Ooh, <laughs> not a place you want to get stuck. <laughs> this scares you, huh? Yeah, Pueblo is not a place you want to get stuck at. <laughs> If you're stuck overnight at one of these tracks out in Colorado. That would not be the one to get stuck at. Not yeah. my preferred one. No, definitely not. No, even the hotel. It's not a place <laughs> you want to go to. Nope. Yeah. I got some. Anytime I've been to Pueblo, it's always a story. It's always a story. Every time. Every yeah. Time. Yep. Like, uh, sorry if you live in Pueblo and I'm talking poorly about your your uh, city here, but yeah, <laughs> all the race I mean, weekers get Colorado scared when they're near it. And we're all like scared of Pueblo. It's and it sucks because it's a cool facility. It's a nice track. Yeah. yeah, like it's it's a it's a cool track. It's a nice track. You end on like a road course, which is fun. Yeah. Because the first time I because then you like because then you just you're like you're like oh, I want to go faster around this corner now. Yeah. Well, I did it the one time in the GT500. Oh yeah. And like I got off the track and I was like, oh shit! I was like flooring <laughs> it. I was like <laughs> driving this thing faster. Once I got onto the road course, <laughs> than like... I was actually. <laughs> Because uh, I was, like, ripping it at These that point. ripping the, yeah, the GT500. It, it didn't care. It no, was, it like, it rah. loved it. It actually preferred turning. It preferred turning than going fast. Yeah. yeah. When I was in that car, I was I was able to, like, 
um, do like laps around people. Like we were just like cruising down like Kansas or uh, whatever it is, like middle of nowhere. Yeah. I think it's Kansas you're driving through. Yeah, and drive through all over the place. Yeah, and then you're just driving through. And like the lineup of cars I'm with was, you know, you have a power glide car, so you're limited on how fast you can go. Yeah. So I was with the camera guy and I would just like do laps. I'd go like oh, yeah, you'd go 20 miles like, that way and then come back around, drive behind him a little bit, drive. <laughs> I go down like I was just kind of doing circles around them and everybody kind of hated to watch that but I was enjoying oh yeah because you had to go way up there and drop the camera guy off and then you come back and yeah and I was just it. having fun because you know boring like, doo, 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 doo. yeah <laughs> and then it started to storm because that was a really stormy oh, one yeah. it was like what year was that was that 18 I think that was 18 yeah it got real stormy I remember watching the videos from that that was bad thankfully I was in a full-bodied vehicle yeah and then even a car people don't realize if it starts to rain or bad weather in a car without a hvac system it fogs up immediately you're you can't see anything out the windshield and you can't clean it you can't do anything really you're just kind of screwed you're screwed yeah and that's the that's the only problem about a non-hvac car like i can live without the heat and ac but the defroster it's real nice. You got to have that. You, you got to at least have a defroster. Essential. It's kind of one of the few essential things on those cars. Because <laughs> my Mustang still has some HVAC, but not all of it. Yeah. And it's kind of like a mixed deal. Gotcha. But I don't know. I'm, I'd be curious to see if the fastest car this year is going to be a, a radial tire car. I'm I, would very like, I would really like to see that. Yeah. I know Brett and Jim want to give her the beans they made some steam they made 2960 the other day on the dyno and they got some plans to yeah and they just put that new billet crank in it or whatever throw the beans to it did you see what they did on that thing too with the shock in the they put an air shock on the dip oh yeah i saw that just so, that, so it'd ride better so that it rides nice instead of like so the tongue weight of the trailer yeah so it doesn't just bottom out the shock it's an overachiever it's too much, man. Yeah, it's like you got to take a shit box, dude. He he literally the other day we were there. He's like, basically, if I needed to go race it right now, I could, but I'm just doing these little little things. Yeah, I was like, dude, I wish I had that much time all the time. Just to just to be that that guy that's best at, like, just to um, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a competitive spirit or if it's like a a challenge of like a different thing. I, because everybody goes into their dragon drafts for different reasons. Some yeah. people are sick of class racing. Some people are competitive. Racket racers that want to go do an index class. Yeah. Some people just want to race themselves. You set your own goal. Like, I a feel lot like of these... that's what most of like dragon drive is. Like They're done with racing against other people. They just want to have fun with their buddies and race at their own pace. Yeah. It's like a, they call it like a bad vacation, basically, like a. What is it? The toughest vacation ever. Oh, yeah. When you go through Florida. Unfortunately, Florida is fairly boring to drive through versus Colorado. Yeah. But it's also a lot safer. Yeah. Going down the mountains. Well, and then there's beaches and yeah. stuff you could stop at in Florida. So. The the I mountains. Mean, for me, I've always been in the mountains. So, like, the beaches and stuff and driving through here is always kind of fun. Yes, but we also race in the day here. That's true. That does so you end up suck. seeing things at night. <laughs> so that you does, drive. Like, that does kind of suck. All these checkpoints you kind of see at night, which I understand. Yeah. But it does it's make it it's a little we're tough. In the, it's because we're in the B and C classes. That's true. <laughs> Some people do see things during the day. Yeah. But this year, because I'm not taking my car, 
because I didn't want to. I didn't want to leave the wife for a week. I felt a little <laughs> felt, felt a little, little guilty doing that. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go up to Orlando on the first day of racing and then drive, drive back, back here with probably Brett and Jim. <laughs> so whenever they're done, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> so hopefully we drive A1A, which is the coolest drive back. Anyways, you drive Daytona Beach and stuff. Oh, is there, are they doing that route this year? I I think Have they're you seen doing the route. I looked at it a little bit. Last year it was, I think it was, it was whatever the last day was, because it was, oh, it was from Gainesville back to Orlando. That's that was, when, that was when they did A1A, the A1A. But I think now we're doing it this time. It's a long route. I think the, I think the, uh, what's the thing called? Directions are up on the website. Yeah, they post them early, which is nice. I know. Some kinda, Dragon Drives don't. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Like, I'm just used to, like, race week rules where they just post them. It's a mystery. Or give them to you when, you, when you're uh, turning your time slip. It's cool that they do this, though, because other people can know, like, family and yeah, friends family. can know the route. And then, uh, like, fans. Fans yeah. can know the route and go out there and sit on the... Yeah, so if anybody wants to see the route, they're up on Sick Week. You can you can know the route. You can go you can go corner Cletus McFarlane and force a signature out of him. Yeah, that sounds like, like a good idea. You can feel, stop feel, him on the highway. I feel like he would enjoy that. He would appreciate yeah, it. I'm yeah, I'm sure he would. If you guys don't know Garrett, he would really appreciate if you corner him on the highway. Yeah, just like... Get a couple of your buddies together and just go, just yeah, road block. exactly. It shouldn't be that hard. Yeah, it'll <laughs> be good. It, they're slow moving vehicles with trailers. They can't, <laughs> they can't back up or anything. Yeah, they can't. <laughs> they can't back up and go around. They can't back up well. They can do it uh, a little they bit, can do but it not a little that bit. well. It's kind of hard. Or like if somebody's working on something, you know, and they're like under their car, covered. Yeah, make in, sure you make sure dirt. you go under there and just hand them a sharpie. Yeah, like get under there. I know I would really enjoy that. We've actually had to on the. One of the first dragon drives, we've actually had to like, like physically like stop fans from trying to help because like, you know, it's natural instinct if yeah. you're a car guy and you're around car guys that are like trying to fix their cars. But I don't know them, but you can't help. You can't help. Yeah. So like, somebody's trying to like lend a hand. You have to be like, don't don't touch, touch it. Like, don't touch anything. Like Just stop. You're, you're gonna get us DQ'd if you do this. Yeah. Like you have to back up. You want to see us lose? <laughs> yeah. And that's always my favorite too. Is like watching another team struggle at the track and you're like i can't i can't help I can't but help i'm you. sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> like i know you'd want my help really bad like, right now <laughs> then you're like <laughs> yeah i'll just i'll just sit here and watch and drink this nice water that was whatever. me in the gt500 i was like i was at the track i was like sorry dude i can't i can't help you. i can't help sorry. you and i just had a chair that was like my main <laughs> that was my main feature go turn, go turn the ac on <laughs> it was just a chair and in great bend was like cooking hot oh. that year Great Bend's always brutal. It's mm-hmm. always hot. And then the other one, too, out in the cornfield. There's two cornfield tracks. Oh, oh yeah, uh, Kearney. Kearney. In Nebraska. That yeah. one's bad. Yep, you're right by... Those are um, the two hottest tracks. Yeah, you're right by, what's it called? Blueprint Engines yep. right there. Blueprint's right there. I like that track, though. It's, like, very in it's, the it's, cornfield. It's pretty cool. It's. I mean, you're literally in the middle of cornfield. Mm-hmm. Not much pit parking. No. If you tried to leave a trailer there, there wouldn't be any room. Yeah, it's not good. And I like those tracks too because I kind of like the, I like the idea that there's less prep. Yeah. Like it's kind of a cool. It adds an element to it. Mm-hmm. For sick week, you know, it's cool that you get all the prep, but it's cool that there's like the mixed. Yeah. Like that challenge of the low prep tracks is cool too. But until then, until you're struggling and then you're like, dude, I just need to go A and B. Yeah, like please spray. Yeah, just spray the track. Please. <laughs> just or, spray the groove. Just spray the groove. Or when it rains and some of these smaller tracks aren't equipped to clean rain Dry up, the track. Dry just, it well. You might as well just go to the next track. Like, yeah. 
I, I think there's been times where like the racers are just start drying it themselves. They're just like, all right, we're just going to dry this right, track because you guys it. aren't doing it. So you just have to go out there and start drying it. But then you also on these race weeks, people don't realize how how much you really have to start thinking about serviceability on your car. Oh, yeah. Yep. And buying parts that are available at parts stores. Yeah. No, the biggest thing that I would say is don't pack stuff you can get at a parts store. Yeah. Like you can pack little things that may be uncommon at a parts store, but like. Usually you just get stuff that you can't get at a parts store. Well, that's what's nice about Florida, too, is there is a good amount of parts stores. Some of those places, like out in Colorado, when you're driving through the mountains, there's not much around. You're kind of like in the middle of yeah. nowhere in quite a few spots. Yep. Florida, you never really end up in the middle of nowhere. You're maybe 20, you maybe feel like it, but you're probably like 30 <laughs> minutes from, yeah. 20 minutes from like civilization. I don't know. It's a fun one. It would be That's cool to see uh, your first deal with your car. Yeah, no, I'm excited for that. That's going to be awesome. What's the progress at right now? Uh, the floor work is almost done. Like, the body's off it. No, most of the floor work's done. Uh, hopefully the body goes back on it when I get back hmm. to make a, start building a tube or a main hoop and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's still on a chassis table right now. It's nice that you have that ability, though. That's yeah. a... Pretty convenient. Pretty awesome. Are you going to paint it or anything? Or nah, we're going to leave her patina for now. I like the patina look. I, I'd rather uh, spend my money elsewhere. I like the, um, I like how Alex Taylor did her car too with the. The car's nice. Like it's, the fake patina almost. It's still really heavy though. Yeah. Like that car you'd think would be pretty light. Which is, I've heard it's like 3,200 pounds. Which is, That's how heavy my Camaro is. It's not bad, but it's pretty heavy for a car that you did custom yeah you probably I mean, it's carbon lighter. carbon doors carbon deck lid and yeah. carbon front end like whoa yeah and it doesn't have like factory floors and stuff and that's the problem with these tri fives is they just don't get light they're just heavy in general they're just yeah. heavy that's crazy even like all the tubes and everything but it has a lot of bars in it like it's, yeah it does it's started to go real fast gotta be strong but when you're 3200 pounds you need a lot of bars for for safety especially when you're trying to go 680s 690s Hmm. I'm excited to see a radial tire car beat up on some people. Yeah, me too. I like I like watching radial cars. I don't know if Garrett's on a 315 or if he's on a 275, though. He's probably on a 315. Yeah, and then he put back on the other front end, so his car's heavy again. Yeah. Well, it's always heavy. El Camino, heavier than... I think it's, like, really heavy. It's kind of <laughs> scary how heavy it is. I know. I'm, I always look around. I'm like, where do you hide the weight? Yeah. <laughs> but it's just those dual frame rails that just... This wide around Chevy was like, this thing needs some real frame rails. Three by four frame rails. <laughs> yeah. Well, good deal, man. This was fun. Yeah, this is awesome. Wrap this up. Um, you post on YouTube, right? Yeah. Okay, where can people find you? Uh, Blaine's Therapy. Blaine's Therapy. Yep. Okay, I'll put that in the description. Yep. Are you going to be posting from this week? Yeah, yep, 100%. Have you already posted anything yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I posted a licensing video was like yesterday, okay. and then I got it. Hopefully jam out a video tonight. Mm, and I think um, I think there was a few Motion Raceworks videos that you were in. Uh, I think Doug even think posted Doug a video. Doug posted one yesterday. Big YouTuber, this Doug guy. Big YouTuber, dude. Yeah. He just, you come around and he's like, I'm going to post a YouTube I'm video gonna post now. I'm going to post a YouTube Oh, yeah. 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 Is, he, is he going on Sick Week at all? No, I don't think so. I think he's going to go out to the couple of the tracks. But oh, he, he'll probably do my route then. Yeah. Just Bradenton and Orlando. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Hush carpool. <laughs> Yeah, you should call and be like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, hey, you driving up there? <laughs> Going up there? Yeah. We'll, we'll just go up because together. 
I'm not trying. It sucks, sucks that that drive to Orlando is so far. Yeah. It's so, horrible. It's a rough one. All right, man. Well, we'll wrap this up. Appreciate you coming on. Follow yeah. him. Well, oh, dude. <laughs> Careful, my chair, dude. These things are cheap. But <laughs> that'll do it. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks, guys.